Welcome back to another edition of the Profit Roadmap. I'm Barry Duplessis alongside Cody Owen. Uh, we're back here at SA6. You didn't say as always. As always, back here at SA6. No. Oh, you meant alongside you. Cody Owen. Alongside as Cody always. Owen. As always. How, you're going to throw off people's rhythm when yeah, they no. recite the intro with you. We haven't said, I'll see you next time at the closing of these two. I feel like a little off. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get it right one of these days. So, uh, it's, we're rusty, man. We are. It's we been are. a long time but since we recorded. But this is, uh, this is a great opportunity to sit down with a uh, multiple time guest and one of our personal favorites. And, and in fact, I would, I would be so bold as to call him. Uh, well, he's definitely friends with me. Maybe not you, but um, he's whoa, definitely one whoa, of my whoa. I'm a Facebook official top fan of Scooter's Lawn Care. <laughs> Multiple weeks running. I've got a badge. Aren't you like one of those nerdy types that knows how to hack those kinds of things? Like, didn't you just? I mean, the way you hack it is by consistently engaging with their content more than other people. Right. Dedication. I, mean, I did the work. You just basically, I put in like, the time, Bear. Couldn't you just do thumbs up emojis all the time and basically get that same response? You got to comment too. Okay. All right. Well, good for you. Um, <laughs> I'd rather just show interest in his family and his and be sincere and genuine rather than have you know. I just want a badge. Yeah. Okay. Well, you got it. Congratulations. <laughs> We'd like it's my to, sticker. We'd it's like a participation to, trophy right. on Facebook. All right. I, I think participated. we're at the minute and a half mark of, uh, of playful banter that's useless. No more people, jokes the rest yeah, of no the podcast. No more jokes. We can't, we can't joke around. Will you introduce the guest? Yes, please. I will. Yeah. Welcome back. Jacob Godar of Scooter's Lawn Care. Jacob, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for having me on today. Congratu- uh, belated congratulations. Uh, birthday. Uh, child being born. Mm-hmm. And me too. So. Yes. Congratulations once again, both ways. I know exactly. Once again, Cody is not in the cool kids club. No, no. He's wait, I have wait, a birthday. waiting for you to catch up. Yeah, I yeah. have a birthday. I didn't just appear here. Okay. Well, I figured just nerds assembled you on an assembly line. When are you going to catch up to us and have a couple kids? Bro, I got to tell you, I'm really enjoying my double income, no kid, dink existence. <laughs> it's great. I got an annual pass to Disney World. You know what? There is... There is I go watch people screaming at their children to have a good time while I'm on vacation. And uh, I tell you, nothing makes me kick having a kid further down the road than watching someone ruin the magic in their kid's eyes. You know what? The money that flows out of your bank account after having kids uh, doesn't even enter your consciousness anymore when they they tell you that they love you and they give you hugs. Mm. Bear buys his children's affection. That's what he just said. Pretty much. I, I got. I do have to. Well, first, I'm going to apologize for my voice. Sound a little raspy today, but I cannot vouch for that more. You know, when I come home at the end of the day, when I walk into the house, you know, Sonny's not big enough to do a whole lot yet. But Blake and Jace, I literally, they will come running and screaming in, "Dad, I missed you! Dad, I missed you!" I'll get down like a knee, and they'll just like both hop on each shoulder. It's like the best thing in the world. Oh man. I can't wait for that. Yeah, my, my son. Uh, is this turning into like a counseling it's, it's, session? Know, youngest, is this an intervention? My youngest has a, he's not hopping. got a tear working here a He's not bit. hopping much yet. Uh, he's just kind of laying there. But uh, yeah, I'm, uh, that, that kind of image is, is the moment that I'm looking for. I, I, don't, I don't even care about them, you know, punching me in the eye in the, in the, oh. or anything as they, as they try to tackle me with, uh, with, their, uh, with their enthusiasm. But uh, man, this has been a great year for, uh, for Scooter's Lawn Care in a number of reasons. We talked uh, a few weeks ago, actually, about some other stuff, but I, I, you know, Cody wanted to tackle this thing. And so, you know, I mean, it's been a huge year for you. You guys have, uh, you guys, the proverbial hump that everyone talks about. You yep. cracked it, man. Two yep. commas. Where's your t-shirt? <laughs> yeah, I need one. I wish. Uh, I, 
seems special. You know, should get that. Why haven't you got that for me yet, Bear? I'll work on yeah, that. Bear. Congrats on a I million. Thought, I thought that you guys were great friends and I you cared I, and all this. You know what? There, uh, I will I will get it. And if anyone likes the t-shirt that I get, Jacob, the link will be in the show notes. How about that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but congratulations, man. A job well done to you and your team. I know you're not doing it alone. And I know you credit your team a lot, especially your wife, Nicole, and everybody else at the office and the guys in the field and everything. So congrats to you guys on a really job well done. Fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a crazy year. You know, between between that, we're second year running now. Uh, best uh, landscape company and landscape designer in Springfield, and um, it just seems like the awesome stuff just keeps keeps coming each year. So, um, you know, as crazy as it is to get over like a hump like that, and for us to even continue shooting past that as we are, um, I'm just already excited to see what 2020 is going to bring. Yeah. Let's. I want to kind of dive in here. Uh, Looking back on, because I know that pretty much everybody I've talked to in the lawn care industry mm-hmm. talks about you kind of spin your wheels a little bit between like half a million and breaking through a million. Like a lot of people get stuck, kind of stall out. What were the the last few hurdles that you feel like pushed you over the edge? So we've never really had like stagnant growth we've never we've always continued to kind of go upwards pretty heavily every year um, but as far as like the the challenges that stick out to me the most is probably you always hear people talk about people you know you're as it, you keep going doing more and more and more and I guess the little plateau you might even feel when you're in it doing it is just like man I'm trying to get this team of guys out in the field to work and sometimes you feel like you're just beating your head against a wall and you're not you're not making any ground. So um, that's probably between that and then the one you hear that and you hear cash flow. You know, the, those mm-hmm. two things are the the exciting challenges that you get to face, especially, you know, the faster the company grows, the more the more you're going to have both of those challenges. So um, but we've been we've been really blessed to find amazing answers and come up with the resources it's taken, whether that be people or, or, you know, being able to put back money, even though we're, we're pushing so hard. Um, so, so yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. And then those, those two challenges though, those have been the things that, you know, just seem to always kind of linger around as you grow. Uh, beating your head against the wall. It's, uh, it's basically the way I've heard Cody describe it when he works with me on, mm-hmm. on a daily basis here, profit roadmap. But, uh, you know, the, Sorry, I had to get you a can do it head again. beating in. You can do it again. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Um, <laughs> Alyssa, you can decide whether or not to leave that in. Um, and Jacob's going to get to return the, for, uh, the favor, though, uh, since you were able to rush his kid to, to urgent care last year for a busted head. You're, you know, if you want to bust your head again, I'm sure he'll return the favor. So go yeah. ahead. No, no, no. I'm like, I'm like okay. a practiced expert at just enough to like get by dealing with you, but not so much that I hurt myself. <laughs> Good for you, man. Well done. <laughs> Jay, I, will, I would like to talk a little bit more about, like, you know, kind of, you know, guys that may be plugging away and kind of the, the proverbial knocking on the door of mm-hmm. the, the hump, whatever it is, whether it's 500,000 where it's a million or mm-hmm. 2.5 or five, whatever that hump is to you at the point of where you are in your business. Like, when you're sit there knocking on the door, like, how long did it take you? And what was, I guess, that aha moment? Um, when you realized, you know what, it's, I'm not going to be knocking anymore. It's, it's going to happen. You know, especially because last year that was kind of our goal. I was hoping we'd hit that last year and 
I think that aha moment is I, I really saw how the spring came together. You know, I've always done a lot of things that have, um, I've always put myself in situations that worried me, like getting the, the new shop this spring was like, it just seemed like such a big hurdle. And we got that. And honestly, getting the new shop, getting in getting like the offices in and getting everybody in the offices and like starting to have like sales goals and cranking on those things i i quickly saw the spring that was like that this is there's no way this isn't happening like there it's just it's all working too well we needed this way more than i thought we needed like a bigger place to work out of um and i really i really think that was it this spring like i knew I didn't even really know where we were going to end up. I set even higher goals than I expected because I knew we were going to go right past it this year. How frustrating was it? Because I remember, you know, we were talking at last last year's conference and that was the goal. You wanted to hit that million and mm -hmm. you ultimately didn't. And now yep. it's come to fruition now. So hindsight's always twenty twenty, of course. But how frustrating was that for you? And what what did that do for you to, 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 to push through? Um, you know, it just really gave me that additional drive that I, I needed because I wanted it so bad. And then I'd set like a, a second goal in my head that I didn't really, I, I never said this to anyone, but the second goal, and I failed at this one too, but I set the second goal in the back of my head that, well, it's not going to be a million this year, but it's going to be a million before I turn 30. And so we're cranking along, we're cranking along and we literally missed it by a few days. So that's how bad I don't even know the numbers before I turned 31. God, I don't even know how old I am. Um, <laughs> I, I was, I, you were rolling, man. I didn't yeah, want to correct yeah, you. Um, no, no, no. But, so, but so I set that goal again in my head, and we missed it by my birthday, September 25th. And the opening of October, just the closeout of September is what pushed us over. Oh, man. Yeah. A week. That's crazy. So, But, yeah, it just it really fueled, fueled me because we, we even though we didn't hit it last year, we grew a lot. You know, I mean, we had a huge growth last year, and we've had a really, really big growth this year as well. So. Uh, Cody, I'm kind of taking over here, but I, I'm kind of just going with the flow here. Again, talking about frustrations and everything. For, for those people who haven't uh, listened to other previous episodes, um, you know, you, you, again, not to pour salts and wounds in here, but I, I, I am genuinely impressed, and it is always it is always spoken to me personally as well as on a professional level to see your perseverance in such close proximity um because you know you know you uh like i said if you haven't listened to previous episodes you had a another huge project where you what you wanted to do with your company you were actually multi-state at one point mm -hmm. and that 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 didn't work out and you had to kind of you know hone things back and yep. to still i mean how much did that even factor into how much more rewarding that that million dollar goal um, was, or was is that just so far out of your? That's that's pretty far out. Of my, just because that was all going into last year, and just how successful last year ended up being, mm -hmm. that pretty much erased all that. You know, it was a it was a horrible start to the year. It put us behind on everything. It made it you know completely wrecked and changed our plans. And we were able to. I mean, that's why we coined the last year. Everything was hashtag best year ever. We started that right when we got back, you know, it was like, well, we're, we're, we don't care. We're doing it anyway. And, uh, you know, so last year really kind of took that and, and buried that by the end of the season, even though we didn't hit that mark last year. But, um, so, so this year, no, that wasn't even in my mind. Just that, just that constant one up when you, when you don't get a goal and it, how much it really fuels you to come up with new ways to, to shoot at it. That's, uh. You know, I didn't really have anything else on my mind. All my all my focus was on that, and then you know the next the next things we're going to shoot to after that. So, kind of in the in the back half here, we're talking 
so the whole episode, we're talking about hitting this huge goal. And one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about just from like keeping up with what you've got going on is that uh, in the last year, while Scooters is breaking through this huge milestone, you got back into a hobby that you had not been able to do for years. So talk to us a little bit about that and how you made that work. Yeah. So, you know, that's been something, another thing that's been nice about our office, how we've got it set up. Yeah. I'm still heavily involved in everything, of course, but you know, it's really been set. I've, I've scheduled my days to start earlier. You know, I'm always, I'm a really early morning guy anyway, and it's allowed me to be, you know, I get off at four 30 or five o'clock most days, you know, so I'm able to get back at least eat dinner with a family, do stuff with a family, um, or, or do hobbies. And then on the weekends, you know, we've really, we've always made a, it used to just be the push for everybody's family. Um, so that it kind of just worked into being for me too. We've always made a huge push that we just don't work on weekends, mm-hmm. you know? And I mean, obviously I got a lot of other hobbies, got YouTube channel, got the family, got everything we do. But with that combination, it, it, I just can't stress enough how the new shop being set up, having it more accessible for more people in the office to kind of expand and people to kind of take over my role a little bit, like some of my roles a little better, how much that really freed me up. Because last year the shop was at our house, even though we had a big shop, we had property. It just literally would never end. You know, Mm -hmm. if the guys were out till eight or seven, you know, some nights everybody works late. It happens. Um, You were tied into that no matter what was going on in your life. Just kind of going along with that, you know, how, you know, for someone who might be listening and saying, oh, I would love to, to finally, you know, do that thing that I haven't done in years and everything, but that's just, that's just not possible. If you're bare, you want to sit on your porch, get your fishing pole out, smoke a uh, cigar. Yes. Drink some scotch that is an antique, but also was bottled the year you were born. You're just that old. God, man. I'm not even ashamed to say this. Yeah. 1983 (laughs) scotch. Yeah, I'll I'll take that. That's cool. So so now you know what you're getting. 1883? 1983. Now you know what you're getting me for Christmas. So that's cool. I'm excited to hear. I'm excited for that. The, but okay. So to the person who's listening, it's like, that's, that's, that's good for you. Good Mm. for you, Jacob. That's fantastic. But that's just not happening for me. What would you tell that person? I mean, it, it could happen for anyone, and by no means is it is it perfect for me. You know, we're still always working on things. There's not there's times where I do work a lot, and I do have to work late and things like that. But I mean, that's it, really what I wanted to design. So I think I would say if 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 someone thought that 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 wouldn't work for me, I mean, well, but what's your plan? Like, what do you mm-hmm. want? You know, this is what I wanted, and I want it to get a lot better. This is not what I where I'm at right now is still not what I was in game looking for. Um, but that was the whole idea. I, I mean, anybody that's ever listened to me talk, I've always preached about like, I want to grow the company as quickly as I can, because if I'm one man with a truck or, or a, a guy with, with eight guys out in the field and, and nobody in the office to help support that, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm strapped to everything happening 24 seven. And then there's no, no way to get out of it. So that was, that was my plan was to as quickly as possible, get to where I would have a little bit more freedom. Mm-hmm. So planning, I would tell them that, you know, yes, it is possible with planning and, and, and a goal to like where you're wanting to go and to realize like how much money it actually takes to have those people around where, where that's, where that's a reality. 
Yeah. And we kind of talked about <clears throat> last night the way that you You hung take... out last night without me? Oh, yeah, definitely. Thanks for the invite. You weren't here. You did miss out on sushi, and I feel really bad. Well, I know it you was do. good sushi. I know you did, Jacob. It's fine. Uh, I did not feel bad. I didn't, didn't think about you. Once. I know you don't either. So as much as I know that he felt bad, I know you don't care. Jacob seemed like he was having a great time. I don't know what he's talking about. Feeling bad. Uh, In hindsight, so we were <laughs> we were talking about the way that you take uh, a big goal of something down the line. Like what we were talking about was like sales numbers mm-hmm. for the spring. And then break that out into, okay, if we want to hit, you know, a hundred fall cleanup sales or whatever. Yeah. And we do that in four weeks, like those sales happen in four weeks and we need to sell 25 a week Mm -hmm. or there's going to be a problem. That's kind of what you're talking about here is that like, you need to look at your life as a business owner and say like, okay, what are my long-term goals for this? Mm -hmm. Do I want to always be working 15 to 18 hours? Some people are want that. Like, so it's, it is truly like you're saying what you want. Yeah. So you have to do like, Oh, you're fine. You're fine. I'm just trying to like restate what you told me. Like you want to figure out what that looks like Mm -hmm. and then break it down into actionable pieces so that you can work toward your goal. Cause otherwise you're just going to be spinning your wheels forever. A hundred percent. Exactly. Like you said, break it down into actionable pieces. I mean, that's why when you look at something and someone like bear, like you mentioned is, you know, I just can't do that. Well, if you look at it, like, how much there is just to get there it's hard to see but if it's in small pieces that you can understand just like when we were talking about fall cleanups breaking that down to how many a week how many a day divide that by how many people we're trying to have do this okay now it looks realistic mm-hmm. compared to just the big goal that just seems crazy and that'll work for for yeah. any goal in your business mm-hmm. you just got to break it down into the pieces that that make it up and and then you can push every day one little block forward yep. instead of just staring at a brick wall that you can't move. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to propose something, gentlemen. Since we've talked a lot about goals and seeking them out and sometimes failing, yep. and in this case, sometimes succeeding, I, and I'm putting you on the spot, mm-hmm. but I'd like for you, and you probably already have some goals that set out there, so I would like mm-hmm. to propose a gentleman's agreement that Jacob share his one of his goals for t- 2020. Cody and I will hold you accountable through the year, see how that's mm-hmm. going. And when we sit down next year at SA7 and have another glorious conversation, we'll reveal whether or not that goal was successful or not. Okay. And if I believe in you, so when it is successful, uh, Cody and I will equally pay for sushi. Ooh. Yeah, I will. Cody's seen me and how much I enjoy sushi. Dude, the guy was a are you, monster. Are you? Are, are you? Okay. I, again, I'm putting both of you on the spot. So this just came to me. So this is this is total raw. So, mm-hmm. are, are you guys game? Total sushi. Are you, mm-hmm. are you I'm guys, in. You're in. I'm in. Sure. Yeah. All right. So what's so what's the what's the goal? It, it's always easiest just to shoot out some like revenue target for the business. It, it just so closely relates to this conversation too, and, and what we all do here. So I'd say you know two million in sales. And do you want to double? Well, we're not going to double because we're probably going to end up doing like one, three or four okay. or something like okay. that. Fair so, enough. all right. So somewhere in that. So, so uh, 70, 80% growth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that's what, um, I think that's like what I'd want to shoot for. And I always put them 
up high. I mean, that's just, yeah, yeah. It's just, it, oh, that's not easy. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I don't want it. I, I, I never want them anytime I set a goal. I, I hate putting stuff that's just like, you know, it's going to be easy because then when you hit it, it's like, well, I knew I was going to anyway. Yeah. So, but, so, um, so yeah, let's do it. So, two million, I'm ready for sushi. Two million and Jacob gets all the sushi he wants. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's, in one city. Let's be careful. In one yeah, city, yeah. In one city. One city, one time. One, we're going to take him to dinner. We're going to take him to sushi. So and you and I will equally split the bill. We're going go to He's going to hit it. He's going to hit it. I, I believe in him. I'm okay yeah, with Yeah, I believe that. in him too. I'm okay with that. So, and We'll have to get that reservation quite a ways out. Yeah. I know where we're going. Sweet. I'm excited. Not giving him free ad space on the podcast, though. So. No, no, total. Yeah, they need to pay for that. <laughs> yeah, they can, yeah, they can pay for an ad. Yeah. We can we, allude to it over the years. We reach like, tens of listeners a month. <laughs> So you want to get in on that that sweet exposure, you hit us up sushi restaurants in Dallas. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So this is a great reminder. Download, subscribe, leave a review to our tens of listeners. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if you want to go ahead and sponsor the podcast, you know, some sushi restaurant. and Send me free stuff. I'll talk about it on the show. Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. Yeah. We, we always uh, appreciate it. The link will be in the show notes. So. To my personal Venmo. <laughs> Uh, Jacob, we really appreciate you sitting down with us. Congratulations again, man. A million bucks. Um, that's, that's fantastic. But even more great is, is, is the, the, the birth of your beautiful daughter. That's even more thrilling. Um, and I know Cody and his cold-hearted millennial <laughs> self feels the same way. I think that Jacob having children is great for him. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, he never said it was bad for other people. That's yeah. true. You guys can do whatever you want. Fair enough. I almost said something that was not going to be safe for the podcast. <laughs> join, join the Join the joyful experience, man. Be a father. Well, thanks so much for having me, guys. I appreciate it. And thank you for all the uh, kind words and uh, congratulations. And Absolutely. Here's back to at two million. You, back, back at you on the congratulations. Thank though. you so much. All right. Jacob's riding out of the room on a dirt bike right now. I wish. Here's to two million, 2020. We'll see you next time. The music in this episode of The Prophet Road Mac was Riptide and Summon the Rock by Kevin MacLeod of Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 license. If you want to check out Kevin's music, it's some good stuff. Incompetech.com.